Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for the very last KOL radio show before the very last KOL Con this year. <laughs> yes. Um, KOL Con 10. Con 10. KOL Con X marks the spot. Uh, I'm, I'm Jake and I don't think it's weird that we use another Roman numeral. I'm Riff and other Roman numeral besides what? KOL Con IV. Mr. Scullhead was against X Marks the Spot as the name of Khan because he felt that we had already done the Roman numeral thing. That, that was his exact quote. We have already done the Roman numeral thing. Hmm. Because, uh, you know, IV for four right. as, as a number is not really what it what's, is. I mean, if we were going to not do Roman numerals, oh, Kevin hasn't introduced himself yet. Who's he? You mean hot stuff? <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Well, see, I, I didn't want to introduce him for him, so I used the other name <laughs> oh, okay. so oh. that he'd still be able to. But playing the part of hot stuff tonight is Kevin. Uh, yes. I'm hot stuff. <laughs> <clears throat> Good job. But but what, what gag could we make on 10? It, Riff, it really doesn't matter whether you and I introduce ourselves because no one can tell us apart. Because I, <laughs> I don't know if you ever read the transcripts, but they are... They're just yeah. back and forth yeah. between like whether they're attributing us correctly Obviously, or not. I need to smoke even more cigarettes and make my voice even <coughs> more gravelly. gravelly. Yeah. And, and you need to you hot stuff. Yeah, you need to to just uh, get it like a little helium. Get one of those like oh, oxygen yeah. tanks that Riff will eventually need <gasps> once he gets <laughs> emphysema <laughs> when they fill it with show. helium. That would be so awful. Bad. <laughs> awful. Awful. Yeah. Be, wow. I I don't feel don't like safe. Inhaling in. anything. <laughs> I don't believe you. Um, well, <laughs> uh, that that one prodigy song is really scary because it keeps <laughs> instructing you to do something that I don't want to do. Um, what I used to do as a joke was to listen to that song and only breathe when instructed to by the guy from the prodigy, but. It doesn't really work. Like he does not give you those. Doesn't, doesn't do it often yeah. enough. <laughs> it sort of also like that Bush song, Machine Head, where it starts out okay, where it's breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. But then he just at some point he goes breathe in, breathe in, breathe in, and then just doesn't tell you what to do after that for the entire rest of the song. It's like fuck. I, I mean, maybe for somebody with a machine head, that's not a big deal because a machine head doesn't need oxygen. So why are they breathing in the first place? I, I don't know. Maybe the guy with the machine head is issuing instructions. Maybe the, the machine head man is like a yoga instructor. Mm. So he's like, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out, bend over, touch the dog. I <laughs> don't know anything about yoga. You have to take a dog with you, right? A downward-facing dog, and that's what you lie on? Yes. You have to name the dog Matt or yes. Yoga Matt. It does. I mean, that makes sense with the breathe song because he's specifically asking you to breathe with him. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's very, that's very trainer language it is very like a very like a, a llama mm -hmm. very like a sensei <laughs> a, a sufi <laughs> breathe in breathe out no mercy sir <clears throat> it's just like just a super aggressive yoga team <laughs> drill sergeant <laughs> mm. so like upward facing cobra ah <laughs> uh, boy uh how you guys been pretty good yeah tired yeah kevin is running himself ragged making a cool cool larp i hope it's i hope it's guys. okay it's not even a larp it's like a it's a game you 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 could larp it if you want it's that's but the optional. okay but the role that you are playing live action is role of cool guy <laughs> sure <laughs> um so yeah dashing spy debonair yeah 
debonair assassin. De yeah, debonair assassin, uh, like from the from the old uh, sense of assassin, uh, someone who is given a tremendous amount of hashish, <laughs> uh, convinced that he is in heaven, <laughs> and then told, if you kill everyone that we tell you to kill, you go here forever. Do you think that that was true? Do you think, A, that was true, that anyone ever actually tried that? And do you think, B, anyone ever fell for it? I guess, I guess if you had <gasps> never been stoned before mm -hmm. and somebody got you really, really stoned while you were asleep mm -hmm. and then put you in a cool room and let a bunch of nubile ladies blow you, let them. Because, I mean, that sure. clearly that is something yeah. that nubile ladies all over the world want to do all the time. And it is only a matter of putting yourself in the right fancy room. Uh, that you would just, that, and then what, like knocked you out or you went, you fell asleep yeah, and then they moved like they you moved somewhere you else? Like would, I mean, yeah. I mean, and if it, if it falls in with what your, your religion has instructed you to believe over the years as what the afterlife is like. So it's just a sort of confirmation. I, mean, I don't of remember any afterlife saying that the any religion telling you that the afterlife is high as fuck the whole time. Because <laughs> that's just it'd be weird. Like you'd want to shut that off sometimes, right? It's like so I, I. I mean, this is cool and all, and I like all these blowjobs, but I could maybe just like take a break and read a book. Yeah. Only I'm having a really hard time doing that. So the letters are all jumping around, and <laughs> my hands are like whoa. <laughs> Ah, they are like, whoa. <laughs> Hot stuff, have your hands been like, whoa? Did you see the uh, the report? Not the report. The uh, I guess it was a news report about a scientific um, paper that was published that posits that we are, the <clears throat> the universe as we know it is the remnants of a four-dimensional star going supernova. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Yeah, and then that is because three-dimensional stars going supernova and creating a black hole cause some two D phenomenon to happen. Well, there's the event horizon, which is a two-dimensional. How is plane. the event horizon two-dimensional? I thought the event horizon was just a distance threshold threshold yeah. away from the center of a black hole that went in every direction. Well, but it's a it's a membrane, right? So it's two-dimensional. Uh, <clears throat> so a two-dimensional curve through three-dimensional space. Yes. Well, it is. I mean, I, huh. right. It's a, it's so a membrane. is a sheet of paper two-dimensional? I mean, the... It, it the, has the, a thickness, right? I mean, it, like, it... But it's like a theoretical construct, right? Like, it is an it is an idea. It, that That's like saying a plane is two-dimensional, thus proving that something two-dimensional exists in the world. Right? Just because you've said... Well, the thing I'm the, talking about is this two-dimensional cross-section. The thing that they are particularly trying to, to deal with is the, the, the how did the early expansion of the universe happened at a rate faster than the speed of light. <clears throat> Are they convinced that it did? It, if for a bunch of the things that that uh, they like to to believe, yes, it, it would have to. I mean, I guess I would the, feel... The, t the, hint, the heat signature of the universe is much cooler than it should be if it did not expand faster early, in the early moments, right? And so that's what they're trying to, to I, figure out. I mean, if I had any confidence within even a thousand orders of magnitude that anybody knew how old the universe was, then I would feel a lot more, I would feel a lot more torn up about numbers your, not matching up. Confidence is, is needs to be a thousand times yeah. higher. Or and the, I don't even know how confidence is measured. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Drams. Um, Drams of confidence. <laughs> Micro Urkels. 
Um, yeah. I, this is all by way of saying that, uh, that my head is all a swimmy swimmy. <laughs> Good. Let's, uh, let's get you some beer. Yep. And some, some carbs. Yep. I guess beer is also carbs. Or you could just get me high in that, that, carbs uh, and some that lady thing. <laughs> <laughs> that would, that would be fine. Okay. Uh, let's see. Magical Muffin Top says, why does KOL have hamburgers but not cheeseburgers? That's an excellent question. Yeah. Mm. Huh. I mean, is the double bacon Beelzeburger not a cheeseburger? Is it in the game? Isn't it? Yeah, it's only the children's meal of the damned yeah, that okay. isn't in the game. We don't have a lot of cheese in the kingdom. We've got goat cheese. Well, so the, the one of the reasons that we anti-cheese. So one of the reasons that we don't have a lot of cheese, cheese in the kingdom in the is game. that all of the cheese in the kingdom has to interact with anti-cheese. Right. 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 So I have always been fairly <laughs> reluctant to. Uh, well, but I mean, what happens? What What about Limburger? Like, what if we What if we just made a block of Limburger? Well, there's Limburger biker boots. Right. Mm. So yeah. Okay. So it doesn't. If it doesn't have the word cheese, it. But right. how can you have a cheeseburger? I guess you could have a super double cheddar burger. Or whatever, right? Yeah, but I mean, wouldn't the cheeseburger could totally uh, interact Combined with, with any cheese to just become cheese. a burger? With, yeah, right. Yeah. <sighs> Why doesn't KOL have muffins? Says Magical Muffin Top. Also, um, you know, I don't ever think of muffins as a thing because, as far as I'm concerned, they might as well not be. Like <laughs> we have cupcakes. That's kind of the same thing. Yeah, cupcake is like a sweet, sweetie muffin. <laughs> um, I, do you, it, it, not that you ever eat muffins, but when you do, uh, do you eat, <laughs> do you eat the tops? I don't always the, eat muffins, but when I do, I don't. <laughs> you have had a muffin in the past. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, you know what I mean, right? Like, it's not like you eat muffins regularly, but when you occasionally do. What, uh, how, do you eat the whole thing? Do you eat just the top? Because, like, there are people who just eat muffin tops and discard the whole rest of the muffin. That seems yeah, crazy seems wasteful. Well, sure. So, I mean, that's why there are specific eat, muffin pans that are just muffin, muffin tops. I eat the entire muffin, and then I eat the wrapper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I've eaten a bit of the wrapper before. It's not usually very good. Uh, See, I eat the entire muffin, and then I... still clinging to the wrapper, and it's all chewy and delicious. Wait, are you serious? Yes. Wait. Oh, I thought you were joking. Yeah, I, I was thought you were say, joking too. I ate an entire muffin and then I trade the wrapper to a, a to a homeless you man for a banana eat peel. The wrapper, yeah, riff. They're just paper. Oh my! Sometimes they're foil and sometimes God. they're like well, arsenic. I'm not they're not eat it if it's foil. <laughs> if it's foil, I won't. eat But it. even the <laughs> fact that they're paper, do oh they need the fucking metal pan that you cooked <laughs> the muffins in? Well, no. I'm, like, oh, I'm still hungry. I guess metal. the stove is still warm. I'll just eat that. Ah. Man, if you ate the stove, it would be a lot easier to get into the battery drawer. That's okay. True. So cereal boxes. <laughs> <laughs> cereal boxes aren't caked with delicious cake all over the inside of them. I could rearrange yeah, we that. Could fix that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Hot Stuff just discovered this cool recipe for cereal box cake. Uh, what? Here's what you do. You just, you just open a box of Fruit Loops and you pour in some cake batter and then you just throw the whole thing in the Bake, oven. Yeah. Uh, that would probably be pretty good. It actually. might actually work. <laughs> I mean, it would have the plastic bag in it, right? Uh, so you'd okay, have to yeah, you got to get rid of that. Get rid of that. Yeah, and then it would be unless you wanted to to cook a turkey with its giblets still in the plastic bag inside. Yeah, we did that once. We deep fried a turkey with a plastic bag of giblet, and in both cases, it was like, well, 
multiple people have checked this thing for that fucking bag. I guess this one just doesn't have it. And then every time it's like, oh, no, it was just hiding. Real. So it's like the, the turkey version of those New Year's cakes with the quarter inside. Or the king cakes yeah. in the Mardi Gras. <laughs> Whoever gets the half-melted bag of giblets gets to be king for the year. Yep. Both of those things are things that I'm pretty sure that you guys made up so that we could reference them in KOL because that's not a real thing. A king cake? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's totally Oh, come on. Dude, no. I don't eat a king cake, but when I do, I stop You've never had king cake? No, I don't even... Dude, I hope that the you have not noise lived. of the construction that's occurring on the office isn't ruining this podcast. <clears throat> yeah, have you told our listeners that, they, that we've purchased a solid gold additional wing to the yeah, office? Yeah, it's not very aerodynamic. No. Um, they're just, yeah, no, we're and just, they're just uh, hammering it out of sheets of gold. <laughs> I decided to fix the rotten siding on the house by uh, just covering it up. They didn't oh. take it off? They might have. I don't know. <laughs> okay. It was already, like, that portion of it was already done. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's not like it, it... It wasn't wet at the time, so it doesn't, like... When you're stuccoing over wood siding, that wood siding is not going anywhere. So it doesn't really matter if it's in well, good but, shape I mean, wouldn't not. it be, like, a... Wouldn't it be a way for animals... For, uh, like, insects to... Co- communists. Yes, communists. For the reds. Wouldn't it be a way yeah. for the reds to get in? Well, no, because it's sealed. The stucco goes all the way down to the foundation all the oh, way to the core okay. so yeah it's it's covered up oh actually there's some sort of metal frame that was at the bottom of all of it anyway that the stucco goes in dude i don't fucking know okay this guy Termites. is clearly a Termites licensed and bonded what... professional man he uh i get maybe he tried to get your attention riff and could, nobody like he just knocked on the door and you weren't there so he was just like oh because the uh he kept their generator kept blowing the breaker whenever he would plug it into the place where the oh, the right. extension cord was that we were running into, and so he showed me what he did, which was to just like sort of put some alligator clips onto the sides of the one of the other breakers in the breaker box, and then run those wires and just twist them around the the prongs of the plug for the for wow. the compressor, and I was just like, why did you show me this? <laughs> like now I'm. Now I'm an accessory to <laughs> burning down my own fucking house. Like what? How? If if this office had not had such like horrible electrical problems in the past, I would be less concerned about that. But like, yeah. that is just asking for something to explode. Well, it's asking for something out there to explode. You know, like it's a out there is like 15 feet away from us breaker, right now. Right? Yeah. Okay. But I don't think it's going to explode, explode. Okay. We had a bunch of stuff melt within oh, the past true. year. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Tal the Wicked says, how many solo Dreadsylvania runs have been made? I don't even know. That's a good question. Zero? Uh, Stepwood says, dearest sire, hot stuff, and squire riff, I beseech thee, cometh to Portland Cocktail Week late October and indulge drunkethness oh. with me or other people. Chick is uninvited by me, whom has no pullover <laughs> invitations unless he duly applies. Tell Skullhead I like bananas. It's important. Also, Jake is still invited. Um, Portland Cocktail Week? That sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah. If it's... So if we're not... It's like 12 hours, right? It's a 12-hour drive. Is it a 12-hour drive to get From to Portland? San Francisco, I think so, yeah. I didn't think it was that long. I thought it was maybe like... 45 minutes um portland is portland is a, a subdivision of marin right it's just one of those things portland is one particular redwood tree <laughs> <laughs> yes and all the all the guys live in the branches like elves mm, it's great like elvis <laughs> tim robbins is their weird junkyard king um you probably never saw that episode the the mm. second season finale of 
Portlandia is one of the most amazing pieces of television mm. I have ever seen. It the is second season. I don't know if it was. A, I don't remember if it was the second the, season. The, the brunch, brunch, brunch village. Yeah, it was a sort of an aggressively unfunny episode of a comedy show that is typically very funny. But man, hmm. <laughs> uh, you you have to have watched the rest of the series in order to really appreciate it. Huh. I think. Um. Anyway, so what is our threshold? What amount of driving are we willing to do? Nine hours, 34 minutes. It's nine hours. I would do it. I would do it. Some cocktails? No, to go to Portland. I mean, late October is not really the right time for us to be traveling. I mean, because we were going to go to Portland in the beginning of October, but then we fucking video game fucking award. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, And uh, so we're not, but... Nah, I don't think I don't think we can do it. Yeah, probably not. That sucks. Like I would drive nine hours to spend a week there, right? But mm-hmm. not a weekend, and we can't afford to spend a week there. Speaking of drunkenness, will Avatar of Sneaky Peter another challenge pass slash installment of the game include the requirement of being drunk to complete objectives in the game? Although risking being fiddly, it seems like this could lead to really entertaining writing. I suppose this has already been done via Dreadsylvania in a sense, but not really the sense I speak of. Huh. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean. Like, Way of the Surprising Fist had that skill that was better the drunker you were. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see doing something like, uh, something similar to the way KOL High School works, except in reverse, where you have... You have to end 40, the day. Every yeah, you have day. to end the day. Well, not necessarily end the day, but you've got 40 turns that you can spend in a drunken stupor, and so it's advantageous to do it at the end of the day because you can't do anything else after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Sneaky Pete will have to interact with Drunken Stupor in some way because of the ways in which that's already sort of been established in the canon, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, I don't know. It'll be, I, you know, I've got some vague ideas, but I think I, I might need to, I might need to, to go on a retreat. Well, no, I was gonna say, uh, I was gonna say, we, I might need some committee action on that. <sighs> like, uh, need to talk about it on a conference talk about it on a conference call for a while uh slavok says happy thursday some con related questions one will the jazzy bosses be making a reprise at casino night this year i loves me some nes batman all smoothified sadly no um yeah one of the so you gotta be you gotta be a pretty on the ball uh this is not to say that the any of the rotating in and out members of the mini bosses are not on the ball but they are not all jazzy bosses level and uh the they have multiple bass players, and the bass player who is Jazzy Boss's level is out of town during con, and so they just can't do it. Uh, Four Peaks Hop, not on tap at the venue. For the love of beer, please make this happen again. Fuck yeah. Yep. Same beer as last year. Uh, on that note, I found a couple drink tickets left over from last year in my con memorabilia. Could I sneak these in like a certain LARP team snuck in a previous year's monster for bounty? Uh, no, Different and also, color. that LARP team is retroactively stripped of any privileges. <laughs> If there had been any privileges, they would be stripped of them. Different color uh, tickets this year. Uh, Did you remember to bring that Kickstarter fancy folding Tyvek map of San Francisco to Hot Stuff's new place? I don't know that that place is Hot Stuff's new place, really. It's our new place. We're all on the lease. Yeah. It's it's our home. We're making a home together. I don't know that I would have qualified for it on my own. You don't think so? No, I don't. No. Uh, Because there's no way I can afford the rent by myself. Okay. Right. Like It would be all of my monthly income every month. And did they check that? <clears throat> was it something I, where... The, I, I guess we had to send them tax right. Wow. Yeah. That was invasive. Yes. <laughs> it really was. And weird, because she seemed totally chill. Yep. <sighs> Whatever. 
I mean, you know, I guess I guess what you have to do is you have to be careful about who you rent things to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, getting pretty excited. I'll see you cats next Thursday. That's tomorrow. Oh, Stumps Jesus. McGee says, uh, I am probably not representative of a large portion of the player base. However, I just wanted to say that I like a lot of things in the game that other people do not, specifically fiddliness and RNG swing. For example, I did a huh. big run using the Jack in the Box, and I thought that it was a lot of fun. I completely understand why you made the change, and I'm glad you did it for the good of the game. Basically, though, I'm wondering if I can, I'm wondering if I can look forward to some random fiddliness in future challenge paths or some other content vector. For example, if there were a challenge path that gave you 20 random skills and you could spend a turn to get a new random set, I would love that path. Is this type of path even possible, or would there be too much complaining? I mean, we're tossing around an idea that is pretty similar to that. But not the, the, the spending a turn to get new ones is, is weird, and I—that's an interesting idea, though. It is. Um, you know, the Jack in the Box, we replaced fiddliness with swing, sort of. But it's not—I mean, it's not sweat like. And then we replaced swing with uh, old timey jazz dance. <clears throat> it's true. Uh, Captain Sensible says, I like the retro Dayglow palette, but would prefer VRP to VPN for the 3D modeling. I don't. I don't even. Dayglow palette? The blue and the orange? What are you talking about? What Do is not. the Dayglow palette? I don't know what he's talking about. Maybe he's making a joke. I, it, I wonder. Uh, criticism of a video game as nonsense. Okay. Fair enough. Ferdy Wound says, the, source, the so bleh, sorcerer spell Immaculate Seasoning makes sorcerer spells hot or cold based on what will hurt the monster the most. However, when monsters don't have a weakness to either, the spells are random. If I get splashback with, say, a hot spell, then the next sauce is still hot or cold randomly. Would you consider making Immaculate Season take splashback into consideration? No, because what I'm going to do instead is just burn everything, burn to, the ground. everything to the ground <laughs> and start. Um, start afresh. Start afresh, yeah. I got A fresh sauce. I got cool, cool ideas for sorcerers. And for pasta mancers. Was the thing that you made, was that a sorcerer thing? That was yes, a sorcerer thing. It was a sorcerer that was a cool thing. thing. It was a cool thing. I'm trying to figure out a way to make it not a cool thing that makes super fiddly. 5% of people really, really angry. Yeah, which is like to uh, figuring out some way to restrict use on it in a way that isn't unfriendly to people who just want to dick around, but makes it so you don't have to go back there in between each pair of turns. You know? Yeah. Um, yep. Which I just don't know. Club says, why isn't the Tales of Dread a free poll so that I can read my stories anytime? I just don't like free polls, and I have to be given a pretty compelling reason to make something a free poll. I, however, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if anything's going to be a free poll, that seems like a reasonable one. The Hobo Binder is, right? Is it? No mechanical. If, if the Hobo Binder is, then this one should be, and you should check. Okay. <clears throat> it doesn't have like an auto sell, does it? That would be weird. Tales of Dread does not have an auto sell, yeah. Okay, so look up the Hobo Binder. And the Recipe Spindler. I mean, that's a place for things. Yeah. <laughs> Hobo Kobo is, is a free pull. A free pull. Yeah. Fine. So this is Fine. this is basically the same thing, just. Well, no, because the Hobo Kobo actually does something. This sure. is even more. This makes even more sense. <laughs> okay, it's a free poll now. Hooray! Yep. Congratulations. Uh, Pachinko, it says, why doesn't clicking on the post fight, you move a bone on the abacus to record your victory notification, pop up the item description? I, that's just not what invokes that. I mean, it's in the same way that it's the same function in combat that uh, it's it doesn't use the generalized combat item 
code, which you probably can click on those because maybe somebody asked for that once. Huh. I don't know if you can or not. Let's try it. There are places in the game where you see an icon and it doesn't it doesn't clickable. Yeah, yeah, no, there certainly are. Fuck it. I can't get anywhere that I can adventure. Let's use a combat item. Uh, cast. No, you can't click on those combat items to get a description either. Right. Um, and anyway, it's just, it uses this generalized function that, like, I think was made for familiar actions back when it started putting your familiar next to all the familiar actions. And everybody was like, this ruins everything. I want an option to change it back. It is, it is occasionally confusing to me because of the layout of the fight script, what the fuck is going on because of those icons. Yeah. Well, I mean, it puts the icon in the left cell of a table and then another in the text in the right cell of the table but sometimes the text has other things that have icons yeah. in them like if a if an item gives you hit points right right it's going to give you some text and then the hit points and that's going to lay out sort of weird yeah. it wouldn't look weird you would understand it if the tables had borders <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah anyway it just it, it just doesn't cuz i didn't feel like there was a compelling need to make it do so and I would have had to have gone out of my way to get it to do it ah, yeah. uh, let's see will the final quest to defeat the naughty sorcerers be modified anytime soon says Captain Sensible uh, not soon but soon uh, Di Vernon says I'd be interested in hearing more about Zeno's effect system and some especially weird instances of it it's not just the effect system it's like passive skills use it now and this is the all item it's just the RPN stuff it's just it is it uses reverse Polish notation because apparently that is from a computer science, like from a recent computer science graduate's perspective, it is like a fun and interesting and easy thing to write a parser for. So, it yeah, is it's just as fuck to use on the front end when you don't deal with it regularly, yeah. though. Well, the thing is, it's trivial for most simple things. Sure. Right. I mean, yeah. It's it's only when you want something to... But the thing is, the, the, the only things that are confusing are the things that are also very powerful, which is like, this enchantment should react to the number of turns that it has left and be able to right. do math on it without and having to write... flag that you without have, having to write state of those flags. Yeah, exactly. And then we need to, you know, it needs to be minimized and maximized at different values and like, yeah, it's... And it's hard to test some of those because you don't know if the max is is into going into effect until you get a bunch of turns of it. It's, it, you know, it's fine. It works. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll try and think, yeah. Well, I, I guess I read that, which I think is one of the damage shells, maybe. Uh, damage reduction plus equals player title 1.2 pow floor. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, damage shield equals player damage shield dupe 8 less than if 8 then. Yep. It's pretty, pretty good. Um, some of these are long just because they are a bunch of things, yeah. I did, I did that gender one too. What are some other what are some other lully ones? That's oh that's just random. Just a, just a, some of these are long because they are just a series of things. Right. Um you know, Sturmult plus equals 0.01 session colon moonlight star, which is just that's just a simple multiplication in RPN. Right. Well, there's like the assignment, right? Like Fam level plus equals three, right? The three is being interpreted via RPN, and three in RPN is just. As you get three. closer to the mo- modern effects, it probably gets more involved because we start using more flags and stuff. Yeah, so like magmult plus equals 0.05 duration 100 min star. So that's doing the like the minimum of 100 and 0.05 times duration, which those I never 
precisely understand. Like, because it doesn't seem like it's actually doing. Because minimum should be the last thing, right? Like, not or it's 0.05. But the last. Oh no! It it, the the last. It's multiplying last 0.05 times. Either the duration or 100, which is whichever is shorter. Yeah, because it goes. Yeah, it's it, it's yeah. weird the way that it put. Like it, it just it. I think that it works via some really simple stack, and yeah, that's that's and, exactly and, what RPN is. Yeah, it's just and a stack, and that's why it's you have to <clears throat> consider like which things are operating on which things, like based on at the time that this is interpreted, what does the stack look like? Right. Um, yeah, and there's just a bunch of things that are like one duration 100 min times because it's like we want this thing to scale with the number of turns of it that you have but cap at some reasonable level so it doesn't just go crazy i thought that was such a clever thing when when we first did it and i feel like it is just not a particularly satisfying uh thing the in, effects in that, reality the effects that get weaker as the, yeah i mean i think the ones that get stronger as you have fewer turns of them are more interesting because that is like a what am I going to do with this potato before it explodes? Mm-hmm. And that's that is cooler than like, oh, I got this awesome effect and now this effect kind of sucks and now this effect is it's worse, meaningless, worse. right? Like it's eh. you know, I don't know that it's bad. But huh. Sturad plus equals daily flags yesterday drunk 0.588 pow floor. The fuck is that? It was something that gives you strength based on the 0.588 root of how much you drank yesterday? Mm-hmm. What is that? I don't know. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, when you're not actually looking at the effects itself, just the... <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is they're not... None of them are really that weird, you know, especially because over time, like, there is almost invariably something in there that works like the thing that we want to do, and so right. we just look at it and change the numbers. Yeah. Um, That's the only way I managed to deal with any of it. Oh, okay, here's a good one. Food drop bonus plus equals player full 5 divide ceiling 25 multiply player full 15 greater than if 100 then. <laughs> so, uh, no idea. No idea what that one's going to do. It, I, I mean, I'm assuming that what that does is that it makes you, it increases your food drops by 5% for po- per point of fullness up to 25% based on how full you are. Um, yeah, but that's, uh, that's how that goes. Uh, Baz Brian says, I live in a condo with laminate flooring. The guy that paid to get it laid, uh, didn't finish it as far as I can tell. When I moved in, there were weird seams where one room's laminate overlays the next room's by three inches or more. I can hide it with trim, but I don't find that satisfactory. Please discuss. Yeah. I mean, you could just distract yourself with trim. (laughs) Hey baby, you want to go have sex on my fucked up floor? <clears throat> I mean, if you're if you're renting, then I wouldn't do anything. But if you just bought it, then that's tricky because if you don't have more of the laminate, kind of cutting it to to get rid of the overlap is potentially going to be a huge pain in the butt. Uh, you know what? Uh, my suggestion would be what? Just rent. Just rent. Never <laughs> fucking own any floors. Just don't own any floors. Because you know what? Rental place. Fuck about that floor. Nothing that can go wrong with that floor is going to be my problem. And that is so, so liberating. It just it just frees me to, like, do all this crazy work in a really short amount of time. Because I'm there and I'm like, I don't fucking, I don't even care. Like, the walls are melting. Not my problem. Not my problem. 
Depends on why they're melting. That said, <laughs> fucking garbage internet. Mm-hmm. Categorically my problem. Yep. Also a result of it being a place that we rent. So, and I mean, I also, I guess like in this, I could go, you know, in this office, I can go, blah, 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 make as much noise as I want. I could just yell in any direction as loud as I want and not get in any trouble at all. I mean, maybe Riff will come out and be like, God damn it, man. Stop <laughs> doing that. You'd have to do, it'd have to be pretty loud before, even before I do that. You're though, making all so. the cereal boxes on my bed shake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Hamfish says, on September 9th, you were talking about They Might Be Giants references in KOL. Have you ever listened to the Aquabats or seen the Aquabats Super Show? Whether or not you actually like their music, a lot of their songs sound like they'd be at home in the KOL universe. I am entirely unfamiliar with the Aquabats. Yeah. I know the name. In fact, I think in Crack Rocks, one of the bats is an Aquabat, just because I was familiar with that name. The, the little bits that I have heard about the Aquabats make it seem like a thing that that we would all like, but I've never really listened to any of their stuff at all. You know, I wonder if it's a thing that we would have liked if we had encountered it when we were kids, mm. but might not. At the same time we originally encountered They Might Be Giants. Yeah, or Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you also talked about Burning Man and how it wasn't really your kind of thing. Can we expect a tiny, disappointing, uh, a disappointing tiny Burning Man familiar anytime soon? No, I mean, I, I'm not, I can't be disappointed in something that I've never experienced, right? I just... Tiny Burnt Man... Do you think you'll ever go to Burning Man? I doubt it. And you know, we were talking about this. It's like I, when I discovered it, I thought, hmm, now that I know about this, it is probably lame. <laughs> um, and then, you know, now I think, oh, I should have gone back then when I had nothing but no fear of drugs. Mm. It's really, it sounds really dusty. Yeah, that yeah. is the thing that I think, the, that, that the one that, like, not being able to be clean or yeah. to cool off is... Yeah. I I dislike being in the desert enough already. I don't want to go be outside in the actual middle of the literal desert. <laughs> um, Gordy says, while I'm at Mount McLarge, if I change into mining gear using chat, don't refresh the page and click on the mine, I end up adventuring in the mines and not actually mining. While at the island, if I change into the pirate outfit or put on the fledges from chat without reloading the page, I will always get the disguised version of the cove. Is there a reason it can't be made so that having the mining outfit on will just take you to mining like how it works for the cove? It's annoying... To waste an adventure and possibly KFH buffs. I don't know what that... Oh, Kung Fu Hustler. Um, yeah, I should fix that. Is that not a thing that would be fixed by um, changing it to the new system? Uh, no, it, it was a thing that got broken by changing it to the new system. Oh. I think that there was some weird handling in there that when that zone changed numbers, I didn't move the handling across. I see. Um, I mean, what it needs is just some code in the mining zone... That checks. that just checks and and redirects, right? Because right. that's sort of where those things happen now. It's no longer like a hard coded list of things. It's like actual logic in the in the zone row. Um, edit from what I've understood from the wiki, diver enchantments just really aren't that powerful. For the most part, they're an equal enchantment to item drops, meat drops, and initiative up to a certain point, depending on how deep the zone is. Apart from relieving the penalty on item drops, diver enchantments feel unnoteworthy. Uh, that is a weird thing to say because it is weird because it's it is simultaneously a bunch of stuff. Yeah, if the diver enchantments were not noteworthy, then the depth penalties wouldn't be universally reviled, which they are. So anyway, why can't the enchantments just be relieves pressure penalty by up to 10, 20, 30% in regards to making it clear? Because they're making it clearer was not necessarily our goal. Okay, so this, right? what, is it, what do you mean by relieves the pressure penalty by ten percent? Right, because right. because it is a difficult thing to describe, and because we were and still are, though it's unlikely that we will do so, holding back the right to change what pressure did at any moment, we didn't explicitly spell out what it was doing. 
right? I mean, what you know, like my assumption is that no one would ever spend any turns in the sea without fishy, right? And so that penalty was not like a thing that you had to deal with. It was a thing that was meant to significantly disincentivize oh, not dealing with it, right? You, didn't, you, and, you assume that no one would ever just go in there for two turns yeah, at a time. Yeah, I mean, I guess I like if they got... If somebody was really committed to being self-sufficient... Early that, on, you had to, because you just didn't, like, you know, the first person to go in there has to spend two adventures. Well, unless you got some stuff from... Sure. Unless you got some stuff from the mall, right? That was the... Well, the, the first right, person to adventure right, in there. I, yes, I know. Okay. So what I was saying was yeah. if you were self-sufficient, or if the farming was good enough that it was worth it to you, you would do it. But it was like, it. it is not... It never it never felt reasonable to me to say these penalties suck because those penalties exist so that you have to overcome them, right? Those penalties exist so that we can make enchantments that are meaningful in this content that aren't just stacked on top of all of the other enchantments that you care about, and that's what the diving stuff is for. And I mean, I guess, sure, it's you you don't really know from what the game tells you what those things are doing but that's because the right thing to do from the perspective of a player is to always have as much stuff that makes you a better diver on as possible like and i get that what you're trying to do is like not wear more of it than is required for the specific depth penalty at the zone that you're in so that you can use those slots for additional plus item drop or whatever but like if you want to do that kind of optimization like it's your responsibility to learn how that works and to learn how to do it and it's trivial to just look at the wiki and do that and anybody who cares about the stuff that you're trying to do already has to be familiar with the tools that are available and the information resources that are available anyway um or have we been under a heavy misconception in the entire existence of the sea that pressure penalty reductions are a flat percentage when they're actually supposed to be actual percentages of the pressure penalty in the zone no they are a flat i mean they're there is a number that represents the depth of a zone. That number right. corresponds to reductions in all of the things that depth penalizes. And it's then not necessarily a, the same flat number, though, is it? It might be. Because it, does it reduce item drops and initiative by the same amount? Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying it has a relationship. Like, that, okay. that depth that depth is multiplied by something. Might be one. I don't know. Right. I don't remember. I don't either. Um, and, I mean, nobody would know, right? Because it might be two, and they've just got all the numbers doubled. Right. For instance, I, I can't imagine that we were okay with a bunch of things being reduced by the exact same percentage because we just don't tend to do stuff like that. You know? Yeah, I don't remember. Um, anyway. <clears throat> also, the Disco Bandits thing is very, as well, very underwhelming still. Uh, salacious cocktails are rather underpowered for Aftercore slash the Sea. They're of the same quality as advanced cocktails. Uh, would you consider buffing them? I mean, they... That's the effect. That's yeah, the they, that, but, but I guess it's just not important to them either because they don't understand it or there are too many other easy ways to get it. And so we devalued. Yeah, the I mean, that's that, the thing. Like we've we have made things uh, and they have become irrelevant over time as we've made other things that are better. Or the turn gen do. from those things is low enough that it doesn't. I mean, like sushi, right? The turn gen from it is low enough that you're better off just slogging through turns of not having. No, you just get the, it from other the places. Bonuses. Right? Eh, yeah. Ralph Red says, you know, it'd be super, super cool if there was a use link on items that dropped after combat. Uh, I love using every item that I collect in newer revamped areas, but I don't like sifting through my stupid massive inventory full of other sweet items to find it. Yeah, that's a that's a reasonable. 
concern to have. Yeah. I've always been resistant to that, and I don't know why. What about that's a, one of the things I'd I probably I use stuff from chat that drops all the time. That's like what the, about a tab in the inventory for newly acquired yeah, things, like thirty <clears throat> most recent acquisitions. Yeah, that huh. I'm actually entirely okay with that. With it within the the session, like with like each time you log in. People would want it to persist, and we would have to make it oh, persist. Oh, man, yeah. that's more annoying. I mean, it just it, it could just be an array in uh, a... Uh, but it's still like a database hit every time you... Yeah, but accumulate. Every time you get an item. Yeah. Can you have a thing where it just pops the last one, the last one out? The first one out? Yeah. First in... I mean, we would probably, for people who turn First on this out. feature, which would be some small number of people, or we could have it on for new people by default if we thought right. that was helpful. Um, yeah. Or, I mean, we could make it so if you make a custom inventory tab called new, it just does it and then <laughs> don't document it. Right. Uh, one, says Lilac, could we please get folder holder folders in API? Uh, the stickers are there and Mafia implementation of the folder holder will be a huge pain in the ass without API support. That might be something that Aleron has already convinced Chris to do. I just that is totally CD Meyer's baby. Yeah, and Elron is Elron is your dev liaison for that <laughs> shit. And I guarantee that if it's occurred to you to ask for something in API, Elron has already asked for it a thousand times. <laughs> and so whenever whenever Chris goes in there, I think he probably he probably searches the dev log for API and just does the last ten things that Elron asked him to do. <laughs> um, but then sometimes Elron will ask like nine reasonable questions and then ask us to include something in API.php that we've deliberately not exposed. Oh yeah. Um, and then we're like, "Hey, you sneaky bastard!" Was that the was that the genesis of the monster manual, or is that am I misattributing that? Like, didn't he want to have like a bunch of monster stats and we we're like we're not going to hide that well information if we're going to do it we're going to make it available and then we're like well let's actually make it available. everybody i mean everybody wanted it well everybody a bunch of people had asked for a long time and i mean i had had the idea of like a manuel essentially being a clan dungeon item mm. right like a thing where you know in the library dungeon where it was like an encyclopedia like a blank encyclopedia that filled out as you encountered stuff or whatever and then i was like you know Let's just do this in a way that is a fuckload of work and will make us a little bit of money, and then everyone will be happy. <laughs> um, and it's the kind of work that just keeps on giving. <laughs> like, yeah, but it's not that. I, I mean, I, like, I. It's, just, it's are, just funny how how we continually build out systems that require additional content. The, like every time the, we make a pair rack of pants, stuff, yeah. yeah, the hat rack and the pants rack stuff drives me nuts because I just don't. Like, it's not a mode that is easy for me to get in, but just, like, writing three jokes about a thing, like, I'm already doing that when I make a monster, so it's <sighs> it's not, like... And the, those can be more nonsensical. Yeah, absolutely. They're just, they are so. just disconnected. And also, it is way easier to write factoids about a monster that you haven't already written fight text for mm. because you don't have to you not step used on... Yeah, jokes. you haven't not used all the six most obvious jokes that you can make about it. Yeah. Um, Two, on last week's show, you mentioned revamping the boundary. <laughs> Please consider revamping Old Faction at the same time. Right now, Old Faction is a cudgel where speedrunners want a de delicate set of those little model ship-making tools. The ideal solution would probably be somewhere in the middle. We don't want an outright buff, but it would be cool if the BHH explored more avenues of queue manipulation, ideally changing Old Faction in the process to just be part of the toolbox instead of the entire thing. Every proposal that suggests making Old Faction some weird skill that you level up by buying four 50 lucre things is so gross to me that like 
yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I just don't know. <laughs> what, what do you, you know, what about it? What do you mean by gross? I guess <clears throat> the idea of there being four versions of olfaction that are, n- there is no way to make olfaction work in a way that is at all obvious what the fuck is going on. And so trying to establish four different granularities of effect that it has that are comprehensible that you would notice if you weren't fucking crazy that you would even notice the difference is it just like I don't think that it is possible you know and it's I think I made a mistake with olfaction that made it so like being able to remove on the trail was not part of the spec and the fact that you can do that Hmm. to me makes it a significantly worse thing by making it more powerful in a way that is not fun to use right there are people who say that it is yeah like having having to manage having soft greens or whatever people who really enjoyed q manipulation sure in ns11 but like I think it's irresponsible to put something that opaque in a in a position that has such a big effect on the thing that the leaderboards are measuring as far as a metric of success in the game. And it's I mean, when you olfact something, it comes up like just just from a play a casual player point of view, you see it a lot more often. Yeah. So it's it, like, which that's what that's you know that's basically like what you want. The blue text is makes this monster show up way more often if there right. is blue text, which there's not. <laughs> but <laughs> still, yeah. I, <clears throat> I mean, I mean, I can imagine a way in which because olfaction adds a couple of copies of the monster to the queue. Slash and pool, right? Right. Like, no, and people have people have you know people basically know how it works. I think. I mean, it's it's one of those things where there are there are enough moving parts in that selection algorithm that it becomes chaotic. Like it's right. it's very difficult to model. It's all tumbleweeds all the time. Yeah, I mean, especially because <laughs> like, what what if there's already multiple copies of a monster in the queue, which is not really a thing we do anymore. Like right. that was that was a really crude method, and so were like rejection astronomers were like the that, primary yeah. thing that I. Well, there were about. actually two different monsters that were astronomers, well, right? Because we wanted them to come up more often, and we wanted the and the, after the queue, like because the old queue existed, then it was like, oh, you know, putting a cop, putting two copies of that in there is not doing what I think it's doing. So we changed it, but then it's like, oh well, now what the fuck. <laughs> Some um, other thing is not doing what it seems like it should be doing. But so. if if let's say olfaction was with three copies of the monster in the queue, you like I could imagine a way in which you could have versions one, two, and three of it, right? So here here is something. What if olfaction got weaker, but cost half as much? There was another hundred lucre skill that was a banish. Banish is super strong. It is. I mean, I guess olfaction can't. Olfaction is super strong. I mean, these are all super strong. Banish is super strong for farming. Is the issue? Yeah. But I mean, a forty. Like there are some. We've we've not yet broken the game by adding extremely powerful and extremely flexible banishes, right? I mean, we have done things that we probably, if you had told us five years ago, hey, you're eventually going to give people the ability to do this, we would say, fuck no, we're not. Um, (laughs) 
But if Boris isn't broken, giving somebody a, let's say you can use this three times a day and it's a 40 turn banish, mm-hmm. right? And let's say you can use olfaction three times a day and you can't. I was I was a little surprised that you let olfaction not be not have a daily limit because I wanted it to be good, well, right? Sure. Because it because it was such a was such, such a, a labor serious... to require. I didn't I didn't want to hamstring it in the way that we tend to limit the power of things. But I think I would have if I had understood. Like, I wanted it to be powerful in a non-metagame sense, right? And so by allowing it to be powerful in the obvious, like, this just lets me see a lot more of whatever monster I'm interested in all fucking day if I'm just a casual player for whom this shit isn't, like, a critical thing, I made it too important in the metagame. And so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I could see dividing it up into two slightly weaker and more flexible tools, as a part of that, because I think banishing is pretty interesting and it is kind of an unexplored thing in the normal game, right? It's a thing. It's a thing that is a very fun tool to have in an avatar path or whatever. And it's, you know, it's just neat. Like it's a, it's like, all right, well, here's a powerful thing that it's easy to find a fun way to theme it. And it's easy to figure out like different ways that these can work, you know? So it's a thing that we would do if we were if we were building these tools now, right? We would probably not have done it this way, and we would do something more akin to what I'm suggesting. But I don't know what that does to and and if I were to do that, if I were to make the make this two hundred lucre things, anybody who has olfaction would just get both of them, right? Like it's not we're not going to take away anything that anybody got by doing that. But and I feel like that would probably make people happy. Or at least not enrage them. Yeah, I mean, it depends. It depends on it depends on how how much reduction in strength of olfaction I attempted to get away with. Yeah, you know, sure. And what it actually does. And I mean, maybe you know, maybe there needs to just be some in between paths. I mean, if we actually. You know, that the idea that they proposed in the Diamond Radio program about just, like, making it so you get more stats from monsters and less stats from non-combats just across the board and then just see how see how that plays. You know, we could do that and the old faction change and just, like, all right, this is not, this is not an NS15-style thing. This is just a little, a little fundamental rebalancing of some, some Ascension-relevant things to see how it goes. Is and it, are you saying do that as a challenge path? No. Okay. No, I'm saying do it on the do it on the cusp Between of challenge, challenge paths so that it doesn't fuck up the leaderboards. But I mean, it's a we've been talking about doing that doing that with like a a subset of the players to sort of see yeah A B testing basically. Yeah. And, and we're not going to let you tell mm-hmm. no, we're not going to tell you which group you're in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're just gonna we're just gonna measure the amounts of complaining that yeah. come out of different <laughs> groups depending on how it is. Um, Two different bowls of Cheerios and then we measure the P in them. Yep. Uh, Minox says, if you feel bad about the Hobopolis boss killers, why not add something like, I don't know, an all-stake-like functionality to some new fairy-like familiar? With an in-combat, I want big drop boost now skill, one that could possibly take ages to charge. That'd be less fiddly to use, surely. Nano Rhino is like a precedent of a familiar that has a charge you can pop on making a big special effect of some sort appear. Of course, it'd be kind of not my point if you made a familiar like that another item of the month. Uh, Maybe make Songbird that? You mentioned being kind of sad that it's underwhelming. I mean, the reason that the Songbird is underwhelming is because I didn't have a real sense of how... Uh, strong of how strong the hound dog was in the slimeling. Well, the slimeling is strong because so many of the drops that people care oh, about in Dreadsylvania are gear. Yeah, and 
Yeah, I do need. To, I mean, we, we you know we've got a little, we've got a little one point one, yeah, patch to Dreadsylvania, in, in the on deck at least. It's not. It is not yet in the works. Um, it's outside. It's the in works. the brain works. Yeah, it's in the it's in the hopper that <laughs> leads into the works. Uh, Cheesecake says, "Who gives the best hugs?" Mm. Between in a the world, boa constrictor or an octopus? Who gives? Oh god! Hugs? Did you see that video of that octopus on the cat? I have not. No. Yet. Oh god! That. It's like this little bitty octopus, and this cat like runs up to an octopus tank, and it like starts fucking with the octopus, and then the octopus just wraps itself entirely around the cat's face, and the cat's like all backing up, like, "What the fuck? Get this fucking thing off!" Like, That's awesome. Oh, it's the best video. <laughs> have you have you guys played Octodad yet? No. At all? <laughs> it's 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 just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Odim says, uh, do the powers of be celebrate talk like a pirate day while working on pirate day? No, no, nope. I, no. I never remember when it is. Uh, two, how about for a path we have insane really? mode, all monsters <laughs> scale to buff stats for the entirety of the run, but you get stats from fights as if they didn't scale <laughs> that basically make it harder and give no benefits beyond karma. Oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah. Like all the monsters are really hard and you don't get extra stats. <laughs> yeah. Rules. Uh, and KOL phone cases. I knew it was a slim chance. Oh, slim. Okay. That's a, I don't think that was meant to be a joke. I know. Okay. It, I mean, when I said it, it was meant to be a joke. Okay. All right. It was a thing I said, after all. Slender uh, chance? Uh, being able to find one, but I was hoping... Uh, I don't I don't think so. Uh, Canifar40 says, are you guys going to upload a PDF of Lars the Siberian versus of Dracula, or should I make my own from the copy I have on my shelf? Is it not on the site? I don't think we've done the last couple. I, uh, I did. Did I you? I was keeping up with it. I, I didn't realize that I hadn't done the last one. Had anybody made a... Because there was somebody making... Somebody made Linkified versions. Linkified versions, that, yeah. that did not happen I for the last couple. The, for the thing that I'm working on, I'd probably end up going and twinifying them all after I'm done with this, since we might end up using them for the same purpose. Oh. Mm. Well, but we've already got several of them in our in the proprietary dialogue script. I think we've got one of them. One or like right. that Crack three. Rocks one that I was wearing. I think there's, only, I think there's only one or two in there. Huh. Okay. I thought we had three. Um, Smile Rut says, who wrote the combat text for just the best Anapest effects? He did a great job and it was awesome to play the game and form a song in my head and sometimes sing it out loud. I think those were all you and Scully, right? Or did Scully write all of that I don't remember specifically what the... That's what the, the, the Seuss rhymes. Oh, I think... Yeah, most of them were Scully. I think I did do a few of them, though. Uh, Minoct says, can we get a challenge path which isn't hard on booze for once? In reverse chronological order, high school, a grand total of five things to drink, only one being any good. Age of Joris, can't make anything better than good. Zombie, drunk at five. Age of Boris, drunk at five. Bees hate you, booze. And that isn't a real <laughs> thing, but I really hope Age of uh, Sneaky Pete uh, entails having the liver of a frat boy to switch with my own when my own gets tired to have two livers worth of limit. Or better yet, the liver of the carriage man. <laughs> that guy can drink and drive. <laughs> Hell yeah, he can. Um... I didn't yeah, even, I mean, I didn't even notice that it was a drinking and driving kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's not really driving, right? Because it's the horses. Oh, yeah, the horse. Yeah, the, the horse doesn't aren't get drunk. drunk. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I thought the whole point was that in order to get the horses to go anywhere, you had to le- lead them to alcohol. Well, but you yeah, can't, but make, you them can't make them drink. Them drink. <laughs> yeah, it's a, you can you can give a horse a beer, but you can't get it drunk. <laughs> Same. Um. Um. Yeah, squeaky. Uh, guy says a clanmate's keyboard S key broke, so they started talking like this, and just with all the S's uh, with Z's. It was strangely amusing. Maybe this should be an obnoxious chat effect. Seems appropriate for pajamas. I should. All right, because the Z's. <laughs> I need to start writing down those 
chat effect ideas whenever they come up because I know there's like two or three good ones that have been posed recently that I no longer remember what they were. Do you think that at some point in 10 years, assuming KOL is still around and people are playing it, that chat will just be completely illegible? Yeah. (laughs) It'll be, you know, people with like four or five layers of chat effects on that they've gotten used to because they've been around for years. Most of them don't stack. So you can't have uh, like your prepositions rearranged or your homophones and your... Some of them stack, but most of them don't. In 10 years, I'm saying you'll have four or five layers and everybody's will be a little different. Mm -hmm. And and plus, uh, the tutorial will start handing out free best jokes ever to anyone who (laughs) clicks on him. Oh, Jesus. Um, Wax says, wannabe vampire. Oh. Okay. Hey, Jick, you big idiot dummy. I demand that Merkin Hall, cast, Hall passes become usable instead of automatically consumed when, also, you suck, you adventure in the Merkin Elementary School, idiot. I know you'll do this now because this is how one asks for things on the internet, which you'd know if you weren't stupid. <clears throat> it would be nice if all of those things worked the same, but... Right. Uh, man, I just made a new thing that doesn't work that way. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, let's see. What if somebody generated 3,000 turns, went into a clan in which they had dread access, killed every single monster on their own, including bosses, so they were the only person who could be given loot, and then left the game forever, but two drunkulous bells dropped, and they can only be given one? Would this permanently lock that clan out of dread, since the bell can't be given to anybody else? No, because anything that's unique like that has an auto-sell value, and the loot distribution system lets you auto-sell it into the stash. Dun-dun-dun. Um... We already thought of that uh, back when Hobopolis was implemented. Since asking you for shit is fun because we get to hear your thoughts. Now the power goes above 200. Can we have a bad moon oxygenarian path? Why do, why do those things follow? Uh, well, because presumably that would give you a better reward. Right. Because oh, they either, want, they want either oxygenarian or bad moon gives you a 200 mm. power outfit as a I reward. See. And so the combination of both would... Um, well, I, I didn't even notice. I couldn't. I would not have gotten from that question to the reward because that was never. Well, that's used to be the only sources of two hundred power gear, right? Prior to Hobopolis, was it? Yeah, huh. I don't remember. Um. Anyway, Renee Show says, "Hey guys, I just got into the video games. Hot. To- oh, I guess we should answer that question. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think so. Um." You know, they they taught when we were first doing the Valhalla revamp, Dev was really trying hard to get me to do to convert Bad Moon to a path rather than a sign, and I was really resistant to it for reasons that I can't precisely remember. Um I mean it's it would have been it would have been a thing. tremendous amount of work to yeah. go through and find everything everywhere in the code that references it being a moon sign and then make that into referencing a path. But realistically, it probably would have taken like a day. Right. So I mean, But it's also like it just fundamentally changes bad moon too, because then you would actually have a sign. You would have a moon well, we could lock you out of moon signs. If could you we? Were, yeah. Okay. If you were on that path. I mean well we can do fucking anything, right? Like, we can lock you out of all of your skill. We can lock you out of the whole naughty sorcerer's We class. are like, God here. We can lock you out of every zone in the game for the first forty turns and make you go to some fucking school bullshit. <laughs> um But yeah. We didn't we did not then think of paths as being a thing that would like say have as much content as bad moon in them. 
Which is maybe why that seems more like a reasonable thing now. Do you think there are people who have played KOL who never figured out that food and booze gave you adventures, and so they somehow then got into KOL high school, and they're like, what the fuck? I cannot beat this game every day that I spend all of my adventures in high school, and they're just <laughs> never, I can never advance any of my quests. <clears throat> Uh, Vernacio says, hey guys, I just got into the video games hot dog groove and I've never had a better podcast to listen to while playing Plants vs. Zombies. Thanks for such a sweet podcast. Well, thanks for saying so, yeah. Vernacio. Anyway, for my question, what do you think of an item that gives you an effect that makes you more susceptible to annoyance than normal, whose function is to act as ode slash milk for PvP food and booze? Maybe it could come mm. from the summon annoyances skill. Um, huh. That's cool. Uh, finally, if three of you were beard wizards and you had to borrow a fictional or real person's beard with which to hone your powers, whose would it be? To increase the sense of urgency for a decision, imagine that the mustachioed marauders were coming <laughs> to end all beards ever. I would defect and take a... Uh, fuck. What is that guy's name? The narrator from The Big Lebowski. Sam... Oh, uh, Sam... Raimi. No. It's not Sam Neill. O'Neill. Fuck. It's not Sam Peckinpah. <laughs> Sam Fisher. God yeah, damn it, Sam Houston. Donaldson. You sure it's Sam? Yeah. Isn't it? Uh, Yosemite I, Sam? God damn it. I'm fucking looking this up now. Um... Oh, come on. What? How is that How is that guy not the only person credited, much <laughs> less the... Um, Sam Elliott. Oh, yes. Jesus Christ. Yes, I would defect and join the mustachioed marauders using Sam Elliott's mustache. That's a pretty good mustache. Uh, I'd go for Moth. Moth has a good beard. Okay. And, you know, I know him, so he'd be more like to willing to uh, loan it to me. Okay. I guess that's the question. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna go real full beard, like you know, do I just go Karl Marx, like that, like crazy full on gigantic thing? Uh, Blister guy says it's just been pointed out to me that protects your junk is an accessory, not pants. Is it protecting different junk to the junk I thought it was? <laughs> it is. Uh... Well, like let's say that you had an athletic supporter. Would yeah, you consider you can... that pants? Yeah, I think you would not. I think you would not. Yeah. Yeah, it is uh, a pants accessory, an option. Yeah, an option. An option. You know, like the options. Like crotchless. In, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the uh, like the options in R type. Oh, <laughs> it's just it's just a thing that follows you around. Yeah, stays parallel to your dick all the time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> King Bobson says, "I have 196 filthy lucre and do not have anything from the bounty hunter hunter yet. Should I buy the tome, or is it in my best interest to wait until the revamp? Uh, we will not make it." a bad idea for you to have bought the tome. I, I promise. Yeah, we're not going to make everybody who has ever yeah, bought the tome like, angry. Uh, let's see. Takenoko links to this. I wonder if this is Takenoko of TV Nihon. Um, I think it probably is. Uh, yeah, this is the thing. I'm going to talk about this on Video Games Hot Dog. I posted it to our news thing. Uh, it's just a guy, the guy that writes the psychology of video games just did this thing about... Uh, too much freedom of choice is specifically about Diablo three um, and the ease with which you can switch between skill loadouts and how that, although everyone says that they want it to be that way and would say that they wanted it that way. If it wasn't that way, 
that you actually are less happy with your character if your choices are not meaningful. That generally, if you are given a choice and told that it is permanent, like the next day you will be happier with your choice than if you are given a bunch of opportunities to change your mind hmm. because that doubt just sticks with you. Yeah, you should keep second-guessing um, yourself. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know. I was pretty happy with my death ray laser. Sure. I mean... My my feeling, like playing a new class in Diablo 3, my feeling was always that it's like, well, I could switch to this new skill, but I've like figured out how to use this thing yeah. that I'm doing. And it's like whenever I switch to a new skill, it's like, ah, this sucks. I'm doing less damage or like not I'm getting killed more often or whatever. And so it was just like, eh. Yeah, I remember playing my monk the first couple skills I got were the ones that I went through to the end and whenever I got a new one I'd try it out for like half a dozen combats and go eh yeah um, every once in a while like a new rune would show up that would be like oh yeah this makes my playstyle way better but then <laughs> it was just, you know it was just like every level up and getting a new skill was a disappointment rather than like an option to make another interesting decision about the character you guys should play wizards because they were fucking great <laughs> no i did this my most recent playing i was a wizard and you didn't like all the different things you could do no, i found one thing that worked because huh. it just, you know, we talked about this because i couldn't i was always playing multiplayer and so i could never tell what the fuck was an enemy and what wasn't <laughs> so i just had to use those things that would kill you know like just like aoe laser thing that actually penetrated and didn't right. get hung up on stuff and that it didn't matter whether I was actually clicking on the enemy or not. Right. Anyway, uh, Melon says, I just did a gauntlet test in level one of the basement. Uh, it's the DADRHP test. And it told me that I gained four hit points as a result instead of losing any. Least effective gauntlet ever. Yeah. Uh, Blister Guy, oh, right, talks about the scaling stat gains, which we did because that was fun. Uh, and yay. Child says, so the new little Canadian quest is pretty cool, and if I ever run turns again, I'll stick my nose in there. And the Null quest has always been entirely solid. Eh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> uh, so how do you feel about the Gnomish Nomads quest in modern KOL? That's eh, kind of stupid. Yeah. But, it's what, FedEx? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's just FedEx a joke quest. FedEx. But yeah. the thing is, you get it, and then it takes the entire ascension before all of the zones exist for you to go yeah. to, and it's not signposted. I mean, it is. It's got fucking, like, 29 quest log entries or whatever. That I remember I remember Scully's dismay when he thought he was done writing that just and then realized, realized that he had only done it in one direction and <laughs> then had to write all it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like it's, I mean, I, I like it as a thing that exists in the game, but judged as, as like the one candle in a three candle candelabra, it doesn't really yeah, stack up. That is certainly true. Uh, Lord Hack says, hey guys, Jick, I'm sure you've heard the new Hidden City is fantastic, but after doing it a few times, let me say it again. It may be the best redesign you guys have ever done, and it's a lot of fun. Two questions, though. One, the new Hidden City takes a lot longer, or it takes a bit longer than the old one. That's a small price to pay for new content, but is the plan to make some of the other parts go faster to compensate for this? I don't think you have any responsibility to do so, but some things you've said on recent radio shows make it seem like that's your intent. I mean, in, with the stuff I'm thinking about for the desert and Oasis, I would be real surprised if that doesn't get faster. You know, I mean, buying myself a little extra margin of turns by making something consistently longer is is good right because i mean it's uh, yeah i don't know you know i've i've got i've got ideas for some level 11 tweaks and not for others right and so it's uh, it's hard to say what the ultimate effect of it is going to be for for various play styles and 
approaches too. A friend of mine finally got tired enough of me talking about how great KOL is that he's decided to try it. He's impatient and dislikes free-to-play games on some strange principles, so I don't expect him to stick with it, but I'm trying to encourage him to complete at least one ascension. I was thinking about where he's likely to get stuck, and I realized it's probably the level 11 quest, and figured that at least he could do the sweet new hidden city. Then I realized it's really easy to miss the hidden temple entirely, and the quest tracker doesn't point you to it, just around it. Is there any plans to make unlocking the zones for the level 11 quest a little easier, or at least more obvious? Yeah, absolutely. Like, there will be just the burn turns obvious way to get through option to get through all of it um which it's the reason that that's not a thing that i can just start doing and do is because of how fucking complicated it is like the the whole hippie uh boat thing is it is done that is done except for one sentence of writing oh yeah yeah and it's just there um well, I guess it's waiting. Did you animate that thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so yeah, that is totally done. I just don't want to roll it out in the middle of con prep. So right. that, like, <laughs> so that is probably like next week there will be a this thing just shows up at a certain point and the quest tracker starts telling you how to get to the island, right? Yeah. And then next up after that is probably the pirates. So that at least, at least when you get the diary and you're like, all right, well, how do I get to this pirates thing? It's like if you don't have access to the island, the quest tracker says, figure out a way to get to the island. The forest looks pretty close to the island, and then you go there and you'll see that thing, and then you can do that quest, and the quest tracker will tell you that. And then it will say, figure out a way to infiltrate the pirate ship, and then whatever we do revamp-wise with the pirate quest stuff, will have the quest tracker, and it will get you into below decks, and then it will say, use those things to find this, and we'll probably just streamline the palindome stuff in a way that makes it not so weird (laughs) like because because right now the stuff that you have to put on that shelf like it's that the joke is fine the palindrome gag is fine but the stuff that you have to put on that shelf it was like some of it was old stuff and some of it was new stuff and i think it's all new stuff except for the dog yeah well except for the dog but then the dog is like well we can't make that too i have a drop rate or it'll be too easy for speed players to get through here so that just needs to be what i what i would like to do is I would like to make it so all of the things that you use for that puzzle are photographs that are quest items, I think is what I would like to do. So you just find, instead of a a, a random shelf, you find a random, like, four hooks where photographs belong. Because hooks are what you put photographs on. (laughs) No, four photo frames or whatever. And then then you've got the photograph of God. God, Mm -hmm. And then you just, instead of getting an egg... In that thing, you just like, oh, I'm gonna take somebody takes a picture of the egg, and then you get a picture of an egg, just so that it is, so that it becomes clear that those things are part of a puzzle, and then you know where the, like, oh, okay, I see. So they all have giving a them some giving them some thematic sense. consistency, okay. so that you know, rather than like, I don't think that that puzzle presenting you a list of every item in your inventory and asking you to put four of those, literally seven thousand items. For some people, in order, according to this thing. Because who the fuck knows how many things, and I'm serious, I'm asking, who in this room knows how many things a red nugget might represent out of those 7,000 items that we have made, 5,000 of which since we made that piece of candy, right? So, like, that puzzle is not fair. And it's... Okay. Like it's a good gag, but it's not a good puzzle, and so I is would it just because gag is a palindrome and puzzle is not. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty clever. Um, 
They wear boots, but not shoes. Yeah, so, ab- so absolutely, absolutely, absolutely the goal is to make unlocking the zones for the level 11 quest both easier, both and easier in the sense of executing them being easier, not to do it fast, but to do it at all, the execution will be much easier and more obvious 100% absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's not, th- there's not that much to do. Honest to God, right? Like the the redoing the, the overall structure like, is is sound. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean because it's just bits. it's like just the typical like the, you know you do this. There's like the prologue, and then there's these three branches that you have to do to get this thing, and then there's the end game, and it's like yeah, this is totally totally reasonable sweeping epic quest structure. And I wonder if you'll incorporate any of the the earliest attempts at revamp that were spindled. <sighs> Maybe I mean the there was so I guess we will. One, one not idea was clarity, so much as like yeah, yeah. ways M- to more gamey, more gaminess. The so, only one I remember specifically was having there be like the minesweeper. Thing. No, it was the. Uh, There's another way of getting the worm. Yeah, right there. Was, I, I made four res. I made some recipes for some items that would drop that you would let you assemble them into worm riding hooks. They were like so things that, that they were things that might drop in kind of out of the way locations that right. you could untinker if you knew them into things that you could use to make those, which that, that might, so that you could then either pull them or if you, sure. If you got if lucky and got to drop three yeah. out of the four things, then you'd pull the fourth one and then you'd make your right. worm riding hooks. Yeah. And, and I mean, so that could be a thing where like Nasir either sends you on a quest to get the worm riding hooks, which takes, you know, between eight and 14 turns, say, or you can save those turns by pulling the ingredients to this, right, one of the ingredients yeah. to this thing, if they didn't already drop or or whatever, right? Like that, that I think is pretty interesting. And that one is probably going to end up being a part of that desert oasis thing, because I think that I'm going to break the things that Nacer wants you to do up into things that you can do in whatever order mm. you want and not make them work exactly the way that they do now. Um, do we, but do we ever have different drop rates in hardcore and softcore? We don't. That's a lever that we probably could use or could have used and have just never considered. Yeah, because I feel like having a five percent drop rate for something it's totally fair in softcore, in softcore, but, but gross in hardcore. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's uh, fair. It's fair if if you already have one to pull. <laughs> if you don't, then it's not necessarily fair. sure. Um, so one thing, one of those tweaks that is definitely not going in is that, so like part of it was, it was making the different pieces of the staff have an effect on the way that the other pieces played out. Right. right. So there was like, if you had the eye of Ed, then you started getting feedback in the hidden city. That was like a minesweeper kind of like thing where, which Chris made that he, there was another version of every time I went to edit the hidden city script, I had to like fuck with the tab completion because there was, was also yeah. hidden city beta uh <laughs> wow in there yeah which is fucking choice too like i i tend to think of this and not do it and i guess he probably just has muscle memory that makes it so when he wants to edit choice.php he doesn't have to do the thing that i have to do every fucking time which is to hit type choice hit tab be annoyed that there's multiple things that that resolves to then hit period and hit tab again to edit it um but just because there is another script that is like choice underscore conversation dot PHP that, mm. that gets included in there when there's a dialogue script script. You should just rename script. it to Joyce conversation. Yeah, I should. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, that that Ruby thing isn't gonna fly. I think there was a third thing. There was a third proposed tweak to something. I feel like yeah, there were right. There I were like four different. Well, I thought it was just three because I thought it was. I thought it was all just this changes based on the order in oh. which you. Like each one of these things has some impact on the other on one of the other branches. Huh. Um, but I mean, the hidden city, like the old hidden city, was so faked on the the randomness there was so faked on the back end to make it not feel bad for people or not be as not be as swingy for the people who care about that and be you know just inconsistent for and it was just like yeah i never liked that (laughs) yeah so that that's my thoughts on level 11 at this point i'm i am looking forward to i mean what i think probably what i'm looking forward to is fucking november because there is so much shit we got to do in october that it's my revamp train is probably stuck at the station until then. Um, but I'm looking forward to digging in to that stuff because the, the later the stuff gets the less love it needs in order to be, be reasonable. Level 11 is a weird exception to that because level 11 encompasses so much old shit that is very dissatisfying in the modern idiom. F says, would you guys rather have a permanent neck beard for life or be physically dick stabbed once? You get to choose the utensil. Ugh. Go print the certificates of participation for God. Oh, man. I read about this thing. This is on Reddit, so this might not be true. But this, I thought, was a fucking great idea. There is this aboriginal tribe where when a boy is born, they poke a little hole on the underside of his dick leading into the urethra. And then they put like a, like a stick in it so that it heals as an opening rather than, rather than closing up. So... Unless you put your finger over it, that is where piss and ejaculate come out. So you have to get someone pregnant on purpose. I mean, assuming that getting it all over the outside only occasionally results in an unwanted pregnancy. But still, it's just as a birth control method, just physical diversion Unless you make the conscious choice to make it out. I, that was a great idea. That was a great... I'm thinking of doing it. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. You mean you're thinking of doing it when you have a son? <laughs> no, I was thinking of doing it if I can figure out where the nurse orders those glass rods that C.D. Moyer was talking about earlier. Um, oh, no. Wait, Weird. That was the same question twice. Uh, okay, I wrote from Alfredo Boyardi in the other hand, what's up with a 75% chance of preventing negative status effects? Uh, every time I go in the village without ring equipped, I get at least one negative status attack. What is it even supposed to protect against? All right, so here's the thing. That ring protects against all negative status effects that were done using the old right. negative status effect system, which is awful, and we stopped using because it is awful. So also. It's, it's Poisoning, mostly. some poisonings, conctitis works that way. Like mm-hmm. the things that trigger on specific monster hit messages, apathy. Yeah, yeah. Blindness, maybe. And that are, all they are is giving you an effect. Yeah. Um, those things get. And it's also like so not like a thing that we would do. What I think I want to do is I just want to make it so that ring from the giant just prevents you from being poisoned. And just, like, show add effect. If it's trying to add poisoned, it just says the, your ring glows green or whatever. Get rid of the other items that do that. Because it's, that's, having 
your chance be there I be either seventy five percent or zero is ridiculous. Yeah, we just need to change all those. Yeah, I think- like I think we can make them. We can make them do other stuff. But the problem, the problem is. So I thought, well, what if we just made those an actual percentage chance to stop you from getting any Affecting effect that's marked as bad? But then so much of that we use, we rely on to, for, for pacing of fights yeah. that we would then have to put a bunch of exceptions in. Yep. And then those, you know, those exceptions would end up becoming the rule rather than the exception over time. And that's goofy. So there's never a time when being poisoned is going to be important. So I think I just might make the giant's ring make you immune to poison because that preserves the reference and it no longer just becomes that weird thing. Maybe if people really are desperate for it, we give them something that makes them not get conctitis, because that seems to be the only one that really has a significant effect on, you know, your ability to do shit. But also like disco nap just gets rid of it. Right. So it's. Wait, unless disco nap doesn't get rid of it because you can't use skills when you have it. I don't remember if that applies to non-combat skills or not here. You know what I'm going to do? Nothing. <laughs> How did you already get logged out? Because uh, I didn't enter chat. Yeah. So okay. there was nothing actually keeping it. So yeah, I'm not, I was going to try it, but I'm not going to try it. Um, so yeah, legacy shit that needs to be fixed. It's more interesting to me that like pr- protecting, like I don't want to make it so you can just avoid the negative effects that you get in Dreadsylvania when you're trying to do challenging high kiss runs because that, it just that's uh, the it eliminates point. the challenge. Yeah. yeah, like that. that's not. And I mean, I guess in a way, like, well, having a lot of hit points eliminates the challenge. And that's just like having a lot of hit points is one of the ways that you can be good at this game. But equipping one item and just making this what, entire. Why don't we make. So let's make the ring do the poison thing. And then let's make everything else that has that enchantment just be like a small chance, like 5% chance. And then make it actually work in in some comp like against you know against stuff maybe that we care maybe about. not against bosses like we yeah, could just because we'll it's see. it's typically like yeah there's a lot of places in just like weird miscode or whatever where sure. we you know what we could do is we could just make like a log that's like every time somebody gets a negative effect a bad effect we just do a little we we make a like just 10 days of data collection it's like all right this is all of these so this is all of the places where we this all, yeah where this would trigger in which of those places is this a big deal right you know, but then we could give a message about it not, you right. know, we could give it a, a message when it did a thing that, that you wanted. Yep. Um, there aren't a bunch of them. Yeah, there really aren't. And I don't know how how often you would wear it. And it would also be, that's why I haven't done something like taking Cunctatitis and moving it to, right, moving it to a like a different sort of special attack where it, you know, can work differently under different circumstances or whatever, right? Not using that stupid old system. And it also like... It wasn't it was, stupid. It was... It was... It was a system. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was. It was. It just wasn't a very good one. No. The, our new system is infinitely better. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Bloody Knuckle says, if you answer this question, I will totally donate 30 bucks. Who am I kidding? I will anyways. What do you guys think the inflation of Mr. A's is caused by? I mean, I think probably a slight increase in the meat supply and a slight reduction in the number of Mr. A's entering the economy. I think it's a pretty significant increase in the meat supply because we have not been, we have not been really hardcore about, um, Sinks. Yeah, meat sinks. Well, Dreadsylvania was pretty hardcore and very uh, recent. I don't know that it was. I mean, at a million meat per per opening, I think it's making a little bit of headway. But it, like when we had when you had to open a new basement to get a dungeon. 
that yeah. was a way more significant meeting for a while. That is true. Maybe we need some more. Maybe we need new raffle gear. Yeah, but that's that's also a small band aid. Like we just the the game is 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 very meat positive at this point. Yeah, and it's hard to it's hard to do those kinds of things without taking away people's fun. Yeah, um, and in, you know you inflation know, I mean, is uh, not a bad thing. A million meat antique item. Sure. Right. I mean, there's nothing like unethical about doing that is there there's already stuff that's in there that's really expensive well yeah but not stuff that's consumed right oh you mean like yeah i mean like a for a million meat you get to play this quest like right i don't i don't think that's i don't think that's a big deal honestly i mean because it's like for a dollar you can play this quest because if there were like a million they sell you one red paper clip (laughs) kill two birds uh, Hamfish says, when you do the Disco Bandit class revamp, will you be changing Disco Dance 2 Electric Boogaloo to Disco Dance 2 A Machine for Pigs? I <laughs> uh, know, but I will certainly be referencing it. There seem to be an awful lot of things in KOL that don't have an obvious solution, which I love because it makes you think. However, there's sometimes a fine line between it's hard to work this out and there's pretty much no way you'll figure this out without the wiki, such as the mushroom farming in the knoll. You seem to be phasing some of these out, like with the Giant's Castle revamp no longer requiring you to work out the map to get to the hole in the sky, but do you ever worry that a newbie might get totally stuck and give up, or do you just recommend that they look at the wiki if they're having trouble? P.S. I'm not suggesting you make the game easier. Far from it. I'm just curious to hear your thoughts on it. I mean, basically, my thoughts about all the level 11 stuff that I talked about are yeah. are exactly the same. I mean, you don't have to do the mushroom stuff. Yeah, the optional and, stuff it can be as hard yeah. as we want it to be. Like, I mean, the mushroom farm wouldn't be so bad if it didn't take an entire day to see the next stage. Yeah, you could you could easily figure that out if if you could click a button and see what the next generation is right away. The dwarf puzzle stuff can be as hard as it. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's I mean, but I mean also the the the. If you don't insist on solving it in Ronin, the yeah. Knoll puzzle, you can just go to the mall and buy the mushroom that Zapruder wants, and they don't cost anything, right? But, so it's yeah. not li- like... Yeah, that's going to change anyway, because th- the right, right. the revision to that is already in. I don't think that's... I, you know, I, I don't think that in particular is a big deal. I mean, because that's just a weird system, and if you want to you know, if you want to figure out how a weird system works, you either have to experiment or research. Right. And that's fine, right? It, the game is richer for having stuff like that in it. But the the core, like, I want someone to be able to ascend without knowing any stupid tricks. And even one weird old trick is too many. Um, hey, that was it. Awesome. That was the thread because I am fucking hungry. So let's go. Lock it. Oh, shit. Shit, there's more posts. Uh, babies ran, Baz Brian, <laughs> babies ran. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be really sweet if the KOL HS camera wasn't a quest item. Maybe if you complete it, it becomes real, just like Tinkerbell. I only want it to be available to you in KOL high school runs because I don't yep. want it to be an, I don't, like I said on the Monday show, I don't want it to be a thing that you have to do 21 runs in this path to get. Right. Also, nobody knows that it caps at 21. Maybe they do. Do they know? Have people done 21? I think they have. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, somebody was like, hey, this thing is a real pain in the ass to get. You should make it better. I'm like, no, <laughs> because this is Jesus Christ. This was like, there were so many arguments. I mean, they weren't really arguments, but there was so much discussion about Dreadsylvania about right. making kisses have a really significant impact on the item drops that you got from the bosses. And then there was also all of this sideline commentating about how, Jesus Christ, this is fucking impossible and really not a lot of fun with the difficulty turned all the way up. And I was like, all right, what you guys are saying is 
this really sucks. You should make us do it. Yeah, you should, incenti- <laughs> you should incentivize like, it. No, guys, come on, come on, come on, come on. And, yep. and I'm not, you know, they... It really needs to just be its own reward. There is there is a there is a lot of mechanical precedent for stuff like that, right? There's a lot of precedent for things that are a pain in the ass and tricky to pull off, getting you better item drops, especially in clan dungeons. But I just very explicitly didn't want this one to work that way. It, I mean, there's and a little bit of it. There is a there is not it is not nearly as intense as what they were kind of suggesting. Yeah. So. Also, it was the difficulty, the initial coding. Almost all of them stayed the same, but there were a couple that were real bad. Like before the curses went in, um, that was just removing an effect from you. So just like every fucking turn, you just had an effect removed no matter how many turns you had of it. And it was just like, wow, that fucking sucks. Was it one one, or was it one per I think it was one per Yeah, you sometimes lost lost five effects at random per turn. (laughs) No matter how many turns of them yet. So that that one was like, ah, yeah, okay, we should probably... We should probably rain that one in a little yeah. bit. Okay, well, I'm going to lock this thread. I'm going to lock this thread. This was a fun show. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was long, too. Damn. All right, guys. Uh, well, if we see you at Con, we will see you at Con, and that'll be a lot of fun. And if we don't, stay tuned for Video Games Hot Dog, which will probably come out after Con. Dude, I don't even know. Yeah, this is your <laughs> chronology is getting all weird. Like you, you, that physics shit that you talked about in the beginning of the show, I don't even know what order anything happens in I know, anymore. Right? All right, well, I'm going to uh, eat dinner, stop recording, pee, record a video games, hot dog, then eat dinner. Okay. Bye, everybody. See ya. Bye.